0: welcome back. I'm so excited for everybody to hear this episode. Uh, I make some unintentional puns in this episode. Tyler is afraid of helium and we learn about the great Amelia Earhart. So it is a packed episode. It's a good one. Um, We are still in the process of rebranding. We finished our first phase, which was you suggesting names for the podcast. So the next phase is this. We are going to take the best suggestions from that add them to some uh, ideas for names for the podcast that we already had and then we are going to have a vote on Facebook uh, for what will be our name moving forward so stay tuned for when that happens that's coming up very soon Uh, and then we will have some more opportunities after that for you to be involved in the rebranding as well so if you want to make your mark on the podcasting world without all the work of recording an actual podcast this is the opportunity for you so stay tuned uh, for more details on that to come. Um, if you want to contact us, you can do so on facebook uh, facebook.com here's a cast. We have an uh, gmail account. Uh, it's here's a thingcast at gmail.com. We are on soundcloud at soundcloud.com/ here's the thing cast. Uh, and that's just about it. I'm all alone. So there's no Cecilia in the background in this intro because Cecilia left me. Not for good. Just for a couple days. And I'm sad. Uh, But it'll make me happy if you rate and review the podcast. So do that. Uh, That's it. That's all I have to tell you to do and about. So get into this episode. Bye. Bye. And welcome, once again, ladies and gentlemen, to Here's the Thing, the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing. My name's Josh, and I'm joined by... Oh, I need to say my name? Or I could.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm still Tyler.
0: He's still Tyler. have come this and far,
1: and I've kept my name.
0: We're about to get into it. We got traffic on the tens and twos. Oh, I've got didn't a make any sense. voice. Hang on. Twos and tens. I got a new friend. and stick new- around to see how you could win tickets to see Bon Jovi that's right ladies and gentlemen right, how's this? the king of rock it, and roll himself
1: I can't hear it but you can hear it does it sound radioy uh I can't really bit? tell a big difference oh really oh, this one was supposed to be good uh we'll, we'll work on it oh wait how about the um...
0: I mean I think it's changing a little bit it wasn't extreme.
1: All right, how about this? Is this one working right now?
0: Oh, there we go. There's yeah. a, You got a twin now.
1: Hey, guys, this is my twin who always <laughs> talks with me but loves helium a lot.
0: <laughs> uh, I just saw a video uh, this past week where Andy Grammer sang his new single in a helium voice. Oh, that's great. And I cannot imagine how that would work because I've talked in a helium voice and I don't feel like I can control my pitch that well.
1: But mm-hmm. he did a really good
0: job that's
1: tough yeah because it's changing it's coming back it's on its way back down yeah i mean
0: he was serious about it he had like a helium tank like he took a hit off so of the tank what happened, not a balloon what happened to the childhood advice that if you have helium you're gonna die do you remember like did your i never got told that i don't think anybody loved me enough to tell me that <laughs>
1: dude i i i don't think anybody loved me either but i do remember <laughs> hearing that it's constantly so
0: I never, I seriously never got told that. You were told that if you yeah, like inhale helium, of, you're going to die.
1: Balloon. I, I had like multiple people, school and parents and everywhere. Like people would be like, don't do that. Helium will hurt you. But then it's, I mean, now it's just a thing. Now it's something that so many people do. So I, and I don't, I haven't heard of a helium death, I guess.
0: Um, I'm sure it exists. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring this up, Tyler. Uh, but. There was somebody recently who, quote, unquote, just committed suicide via helium. Um, Hang on one second.
1: Okay, wait, wait, wait. You weren't going to bring this up like this was already information you had before this conversation?
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. I, I'm not going to go into it. I want people to look this up. Did if you're curious. Him, did they find him floating internet. on the ceiling? <laughs> yep. That's, that's how they found him. <laughs> they found him he was just he was just bouncing around on the ceiling in a corner oh it's awful. just just waiting for people to find him um <laughs> uh let's see
1: no you know where they found him they found him what's up his against, name? they found him up against the air return vent where the balloons always end up. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah 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 <laughs> just stuck there um uh, i think his name is peter smith peter w smith um well that's a comic book character Peter W. Smith, uh, he was involved in the the whole uh, – he was a GOP um, person. Okay. And I don't know exactly what his role was or what his position was. I, I just briefly read an article last week. Um, Sean Spicer is such a fucking douchebag. Let's, oh uh, my God, Sean fucking Spicer is such a douchebag. Anyway, let's try to leave your so this, uh,
1: your personal vendettas out of this one. We're <laughs> talking about helium. Everyone helium. knows
0: I hate Sean Spicer. Okay, <laughs> so this guy um was involved in the whole like Hillary email thing. Okay, uh, and like in some way, um, I think he was like trying to get his hands on like some of the emails she deleted or something. I again. I briefly read the email. The I, article. I just
1: want to. I just want to say you can. I think you can probably make the word
0: helium out of Hillary email. You probably can, and I think we've just made the connection, Tyler. There it is.
1: Oh, you know what? This. That's probably not accurate, because uh, there's no you. But I just wanted to. I wanted to make. It's interesting we can to just
0: me. we can just make the leap though. It's
1: interesting to me. Hillary mail helium
0: helium. I mean am uh, I Hillary right? helium. Me. I have Three three syllables, three syllables <laughs> three syllables. Anyway, so this guy like quote unquote committed suicide, and the way he did it uh, was with a plastic bag and helium gas. Hmm. Um, and he left a suicide note that said, "No foul play whatsoever." <laughs> Which is also not something most people do.
1: That, that just sounds really suspicious. So like it's, like they d- really, it's like they—it's like they didn't a, even try. That's what a really stupid murderer.
0: Yeah. Would. So, oh, wait, is uh, that what happened? Though
1: is that was it foul play? That
0: no, that's literally what happened. Like, oh, oh, he, oh I like, thought it was
1: like I thought we were being funny. That somebody. No, no, no.
0: He he, like that was how he died right. by helium gas in a plastic bag, and he, he like he supposedly left a note. Like there was a suicide note that said okay. no foul play whatsoever, but. Um, I think there are many, many easier ways to kill yourself. Uh, and (laughs) I just, I don't know that if you're in the state of mind to commit suicide, that you're going to write in the note, no foul play whatsoever. Yeah. That's interesting. So look it up though. Uh, if, if you think what I'm saying is too ridiculous to be true, Peter W. Smith is his name. You know, what
1: would be, uh, can you die by laughing gas? I
0: feel like that'd be, that'd be a, a, at least a fun way to go. There was a there was a stuff you should know episode about it. Not sponsored. I feel like I think I'm, you could. I feel like I may remember that. <clears throat> yeah.
1: That's good stuff. I, I anyway, I, I don't know if you've watched like YouTube videos of people hitting the laughing gas, or if that's oh, yeah. even legal. But man, it's so oh, yeah. funny.
0: Yeah. Just to watch uh, people laugh. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it is or not, but <sighs> it is funny. Man, um, that's anyway, crazy. welcome listeners. This is uh the podcast where we sometimes talk about conspiracy theories because they just pop up. Uh, in relation to other things we're talking about. So there you go. Um, yeah, I guess we're in it now. Done. So we it. might as well just stay in it. No How foul is your play week?
1: whatsoever.
0: No foul play here. <laughs>
1: I, I really thought that was his suicide note, and I thought that would be funny because it would be the most suspicious suicide note you could leave. So if you wanted to make people... If you wanted there to be a manhunt for your murderer, you would write no foul play whatsoever.
0: <laughs> that but, no, that that was in his suicide note.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I, I like, what's the what's the final? We don't have a verdict.
0: I mean, um, they're ruling it a suicide. Like, it's ridiculous, but they're calling it a suicide.
1: They're calling it so, a suicide, but it looks a whole lot like it could not be right. That's it. Looks
0: line. mostly like it wasn't. Okay. Interesting. You know. Maybe Hillary. I don't know anything it. about committing suicide, Tyler, but I do you think Hillary I don't think I've, I've ever heard of anybody doing it that way. Is before. Hillary,
1: you think, the Helium bandit? Again, the Hillary email thing. She you know,
0: up. she does have a l she does have a lot of uh stock in Party City from what I understand. So mm. you know, she definitely had access. Mm. We'll just say that.
1: <laughs> Lots of stock in Party City. <laughs> Lots of stock in Party City and Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So, Um, you know. Okay.
0: You do the math, Tyler.
1: So, uh, you asked me how my week was. Yes. Honestly, uh, I'm not even going to go on about anything. It was great. It was really fast. (laughs) Here's why. Here's why. Because I can't think of anything really significant since the last time you asked me that question one week ago. So because of that, I have not earned the right to, to go into any detail for any reason. That's fair. Whatsoever. How was your week, That's Josh?
0: Fair. My week was fine. Um, excuse me. I just got back today from a quick trip to good old NC to see Cecilia's family. Um, so that was fun. Did you say uh, NC to see Cecilia's family? Yeah, it was like a tongue twister. And I pulled it off flawlessly. Uh if you had so messed yeah up that the was flawlessly right there. I was, that was, I was waiting
1: <laughs> I was waiting for it. That I would have been the most up Josh
0: climb That would been, been the most <laughs> josh thing. That was yeah. a tongue twister and I pulled off flawlessly. <laughs> I I did I did purposely slow myself down so that <laughs> I wouldn't mess sure, up any like, words. Don't mess this one up. Yeah. This one is I gotta, the most I got to stick the landing here. <laughs> uh so yeah, it was a good trip. Um we ate a lot of sushi. Uh I ate some really really good chicken and waffles today. Um Cecilia's brother knew a spot that only sold chicken and waffles like that's it's called dame's chicken and waffles huh. and that's all they have on the menu and then like some sides cool uh so it was really really good um so we did that just got back today uh pretty uneventful trip except people in airports are really really stupid mm, yeah. um did you people not watch? an exaggeration well we people heard hmm. So this is not an exaggeration on our, on our way out there at the airport. um, You know, like the, the TSA people, like when you're going through security, they're always like, you know, laptops in a separate bin, like shoes, shoes off, belts off, everything out of your pockets. Like, right. you know, the spiel, yep. they say it every time. So the guy literally just got done saying, even if you are TSA pre-check, you still need to take your laptop out of your bag and put it in a separate bin. Okay. He's saying this very loud. Like loud enough for everyone around to hear. The girl right behind Cecilia and I, like like steps over to him in line and she goes, "Um, excuse me, if I'm TSA precheck, do I still have to take my laptop out?" Hmm. And he goes, <laughs> "Yes. Even if you are TSA precheck, you still need to put your laptop in a separate bin. No." Nothing in your pockets. Like goes through the spiel again, and she goes, "Oh, okay." So that was on our way out to North Carolina. Okay. On our way back today, just like we're going through security again. Cecilia was like a couple people in front of me. Same thing happens. The guy goes, "Shoes off, belts off, laptops in a separate bin." You know, like make sure there's nothing in your pockets. Like whole spiel. I could probably do it for him at this point. I've heard it so many times. (laughs) Again, like loud. he's not just like saying it even at this volume, Tyler, in which I'm talking to you. He's like yelling it. He wants many people to hear him. The girl, again, right behind me, steps over and goes, "Hey, do I still have to take my laptop out of my bag? It's been forever since I traveled." Mm. And he looks at her and goes, "Yes." Yeah. "You have to take your laptop out if of your you bag." If you
1: play back the footage of what those people are doing, <clears throat> When he's talking the entire time, there's a cell
0: phone involved. I promise you. I I guarantee you, you. you're right. Yes. Because. Uh, But it's a little maddening.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, think about, there's really nothing else to distract you. You're waiting in line. You take, you take a, and I'm all for, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not, I'm just saying like that is, I can see the frustration, but I also
0: know exactly what that's, that's just
1: our world. That's just our world. That's what's happening.
0: It it is, but you're also at the fucking airport,
1: right? You should be so on your toes. fucking
0: pay attention to security for a lot like, of reasons. You should get be through ready security. For yeah, an and then and then send your stupid fucking text message about how you got wasted last night at the club after you get through security. I'm profiling a little bit there, but it's because I'm frustrated, <laughs> and I'm sorry a little bit, but yeah. So that was our that was our experience at the airports. Other than that it was a great trip. Cool, good. It was it was fine trip. That's not a bad that's a good that's a mild complaint. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Really like the flights were smooth. I mean we flew southwest, so Yeah. Uh, that's part for the course. But yeah, smooth flights, flight attendants and staff was nice. Everything was fine. Not sponsored. So, uh not sponsored, but <laughs> I do love Southwest. Uh, They didn't lose my bag, so that's great. Oh, speaking of airlines, this is just going to be a tangent episode, I guess. But um, What what was the rapper's name? Schoolboy Q. Q. Shout out to my boy, Schoolboy Q, also not sponsored. Uh, Schoolboy Q just flew United uh, a couple days ago, and United sent his dog to the wrong city. He was traveling with his dog. He started off with his dog, and then he ended up without his dog. Oh, because United no. sent his dog somewhere else that he wasn't.
1: Isn't United, didn't they recently
0: have... No, a... Tyler, if, if you're about to say that United has been through other scandals recently, <sighs> I honestly, I can't think of anything. Good. All right. Never uh, be United has ones. a pretty clean track record yeah. as far as I can remember. Okay. I'm sorry. I spoke um, too soon. Really, I mean, you know, their their tagline says it all. You, you're flying the friendly skies when you fly with United. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, I maybe, can't remember maybe, anybody's nose being broken. Do you think that, on a United flight, or anybody getting stung by a scorpion on a United flight? Do you think, or anybody getting kicked off of a United uh, flight for wearing leggings, uh, or anybody's dog getting sent to the wrong city? I can't remember any of that happening on a United flight.
1: <laughs> do you think their marketing crew <laughs> is just, just sarcastic when they wrote that tagline? You think they're like, you
0: no, think that's it's, been their tagline for years now. That's what I'm like, saying. Do you think over somebody a decade, who's super sarcastic.
1: <laughs> knew what was going on at united we just have more ways of knowing now i mean press is That's everywhere true. so you think they were like hey dude okay get this <laughs>
0: <laughs> like <laughs> like i'm not even trying bro and i just like listen fly the friendly guys. what do you think guys these guys for these guys
1: people will get it they'll fly with us one time they'll get <laughs> it they'll know they'll see the joke
0: they, they sent it to their director and they were like it was, like, it was like Casual Friday or something, and they sent it to their director just as a joke. And he was like, J- on Monday morning, they forgot about it. And he's like, gentlemen, this is brilliant. You're both getting a raise. Uh, like,
1: uh, it's probably the same okay. guy who wrote the map song for Dora. It probably was.
0: <laughs> I'm the map. I'm the
1: map. Creative I'm videos. the map. Oh, man. Oh, All right. Man. So they sent his dog. How? F- okay. How- okay. So you
0: I'm not you're, even mad at his ridiculous name because United <laughs> is still the most dumb thing in that sentence. Uh, Schoolboy Q. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. All right. So do you know, and United city, is still what dumber. What city did the dog end up in?
0: I don't know. Okay.
1: Like he I just see, tweeted,
0: he just tweeted United. You just sent my dog to the wrong city or how, how are you going to, how are you going to send my dog to the wrong city? I need answers <laughs> or something gosh. like that.
1: It's it's already a bad story, but it'd be worse if like he flew from Chicago to LA, and his dog got sent to Brazil, <laughs> like or like somewhere that in Alaska, dog. like he oh, his dog, dog ends up in uh, in
0: Anchorage, Alaska.
1: Like if
0: it just ended up in a place where it'd be almost impossible if they weren't intentionally trying to fuck things up. Like I don't, I mean I don't understand how I, I okay. If we're if since we're talking about United, I still haven't gotten anything from my whole luggage fiasco, Mm. and I've spent multiple hours on the phone with them at this point. Yeah, I like I guess I'm gonna have to call them again tomorrow. But like,
1: wait, you were flying United, you flew United all that
0: on the way back from my honeymoon.
1: Okay, did we talk about that? Did we talk about all of this happened to you on a United flight? I think so. I feel like we maybe touched on it, but I or maybe I Yeah, d- we
0: may have we may have skimmed over it. Maybe I forgot, um, but
1: that's kind of a that's a big are you, wh- why are people no offense cuz you did well you already we your stuff?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like yeah, we it was already booked. We had booked it on points, like it was a whole thing. It, it's just interesting to me. So we just kept the flights.
1: One airline can take so much bad press while nobody else is making any I mean, maybe I'm missing it. Maybe there's other stuff that's happening too, but I mean I I don't really have any complaints about anybody I mean, I've, else right now.
0: Yeah, I've said it before. I don't understand how Southwest is not just monopolizing sure. all of air travel. Sure. Yeah. I don't understand like Prices I don't understand low, how they're still just doing Southwest doesn't fly international, do they No I don't think so. I think they just started going south. i don't underst- I don't understand that I don't understand how they're not like just fucking cleaning up in their industry like it's impossible to me that United is still doing as well as it is, and Southwest is like do you hear anyone yeah,
1: crying right now by chance?
0: I heard of something, okay, interesting, that's weird.
1: <laughs> wonder where that's coming from. <laughs> I don't know I, uh My Apparently my little Our little guy's awake He'll do that He'll sleep two and he's got hours things And then to he'll say. wake up
0: Tyler You ever heard of a lady named Amelia Earhart You know Again Speaking of press I think
1: I hadn't up until this week Um I had There's I been some no- buzz I, I knew nothing but I learned some pretty neat things about her.
0: She was a pretty fantastic lady.
1: And then I actually, you know what? You know it's crazy. Oh, okay. I'm going to I'm not going to get ahead of you cuz I already want I want to contribute to your thought. <laughs> like I like like we just had the whole conversation and I want to add to it. I'm like, "You know it's crazy about that. But you know why I'm already in your head? I already know where you're going. I know where you've been. I know what you're doing."
0: Well, that sounds that's creepy.
1: I do. You're on a podcast with me. It's easy. I'm looking at your that's face. True. All right, tell me about her. More than I have heard. Tyler this week already.
0: On July second, nineteen thirty-seven, near the end of her pioneering flight around the world, Amelia Earhart vanished somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. Bum bum bum. Most experts, including the Smithsonian's Air and Space Museum, believe Earhart likely ran out of fuel and crashed into the Pacific Ocean. But no trace of the aviator, navigator Fred Noonan, or her twin-engine Lockheed Electra airplane were ever found.
1: Okay, here's the thing now. about Now Wait, wait, yes. wait. Okay. That plane that went down a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Um, oh, yeah, the Malaysian.
0: Five something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They never found anything.
0: No, we've still not found that. That's, At least that I'm aware of. That is crazy. So Yeah.
1: So I know where we're going, obviously, with this whole Amelia Earhart thing, and I'm super uh-huh. excited, but I find it believable that back in the 30s... Mm-hmm. They couldn't find a little commute plane or whatever those were, were called then Transpondister or whatever. So you nailed it. Transpundistor planes. You couldn't yeah. find you mm-hmm. couldn't find one of those. But conspiracy theories aside, mm-hmm. a huge ass Boeing. What is it? Was it a seven
0: thirty seven? Right. I mean, it was. I mean, yeah. It was an interna- international. It was a giant plane. airplane.
1: And our technology in 2000 and whatever that was, I guess 15 maybe? It wasn't last year, was it?
0: Yeah, it might have been like two years ago.
1: Either way, any time after 1990, I can't believe that we, with our technology, were unable to find a single trace. A single, I mean, the ocean's big. I'm I get you. it. But come on. We have satellite foot. There's <clears throat> satellite
0: fo- I can go on my phone right now and zoom into my front yard. Okay. So don't tell me. You can can almost read the license plates on cars with Google Earth. From space. And we we couldn't find an entire airplane.
1: We lost. Okay. So I didn't mean to get on that whole tangent. That's a whole other thing. We should talk. We should. No, I completely agree with you. So obviously you read the history books and it's like, but no trace was ever found. You would just be like, well, sure. Obviously.
0: But, yeah, we couldn't find anything back but then.
1: But that, that—that's good. We were that's terrible
0: it. at finding things yeah. in like before, like the '60s. Yeah, sure. We were horrible at it. So we have since Amelia found Earhart aids. We, dude, we found so many things We've... since then. <laughs> we found a lot of things in the '70s. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. I, I, okay. Uh, uh, Amelia, nobody found the plane. So, so
0: nobody next? found the what plane. Um. Now. This is, by the way, this is coming from uh, history.com. Not CNN. Published. Oh, that's coming. Uh, Published July 5th, 2017 by Sarah Pruitt. Okay. Okay, I want to make sure that I'm giving proper credit here. Um, Now, new evidence has surfaced in U.S. government archives suggesting Earhart might not have crashed into the Pacific at all, but crash-landed on the Marshall Islands, was captured by the Japanese military, and died while being held prisoner on the island of Saipan. Now, this is all coming from a photo that was turned up um, that people were looking through and spotted Amelia Earhart in this photo. Uh, And so they were like, this is evidence that she was alive after she disappeared. And what did I say it was? 37? 37. And we're talking Um, about
1: the notorious photo
0: that's floating around
1: of the pier mm -hmm. with the guys and her back turned. Right so like,
0: like well her, yeah it's kind of like she's kind of turned um but she looks you can, and is
1: dressed like someone in that era would right look and be dressed. and if
0: if you like if you zoom in like they're they're almost positive it's her in the photo sure so Tran- transatlantic <clears throat> is that
1: what you call that era
0: yes sure like hey the boys and girls
1: hey, hey see this is yeah. a
0: transatlantic era see we uh we send telegraphs and we we talk like this and uh, we flip coins in our hands. See, why did we do that? Why did we do? Why we do that voice? Who? I mean, who knows? Why are there fidget spinners? <laughs> hey, <what? laughs> okay. The world's full of mystery. Uh, okay, that was perfect, a <laughs> perfect counter question. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Done with that. All right. So, um, <clears throat> so in the photo, a ship can be seen towing a barge with an airplane on the back. On a nearby dock, mm. there are several people. One of those, Amelia Earhart. Mm. Now, this was a crazy. Like I, I caught one of the story way later than it was actually happening. So I was like, "What? They found Amelia Earhart? That's crazy!" And it's totally like, if this account is true, that's totally believable. That she crash landed on the Marshall Islands and was taken captive by the Japanese military, like. In the late '30s, early '40s, like that's a believable thing. Sure, that would have happened back then. American, yeah. an American woman crash landing, like that's believable. Like if that's how
1: the <clears> history <throat> books read, we wouldn't bat an eye. We would just that would be the story of Amelia Earhart.
0: Right. So this this had been a theory before, um, like around the '60s, like mid '60s, um, and then this this photo just recently popped up, and seemingly confirmed it so some have argued she crashed and sank in Papua new guinea or that she was a u.s spy who was who was you know like retired after world war ii and then excuse me she lived out her life like under a different name like she went into the witness protection program or something like there have been all kinds of theories about her so this was like back on this was back on july 5th okay around then so that was crazy enough and then Just recently, CNN published, among other websites, CNN published a story, July thirteenth, twenty seventeen, by Yoko Waka Wakatsuki. Hmm. I'm I'm really sorry that I messed up that name so badly, and Ben Westcott. All right, CNN, Hmm. July thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Uh, a newly discovered <clears throat> photo that claimed to hold the key to, 80-year-old, to an eighty-year-old mystery surrounding Amelia Earhart's disappearance may have been published two years before she vanished. New evidence suggests so. Instead of being taken after her disappearance, they're purporting that it was published like in 1935 when she was safely still in America. Uh, the blurry photo used in a History Channel documentary, documentary, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm, was alleged. There's the yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I just we came all know it's coming was alleged to show the groundbreaking pilot and her navigator, Fred Noonan alive and well on a dock in the Marshall islands in 1937. But two bloggers say they found the photo in a Japanese coffee table book from 1935. When Earhart was safely in the United States, they say the photo was originally published in a travel book titled Naval Lifeline, the view to our South Pacific photo album of Southern Pacific islands. The the title could be workshopped a little bit. Mm. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so and one the headline, of the bloggers, the headline we read, <laughs>
1: <laughs> newspaper. One of the bloggers, I mean, paper company. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it. I just wanted to uh, quote The Office and couldn't do it. I suck. Okay, go ahead.
0: Don't do beat yourself. <sighs> that's fine. I'm good. Nobody's judging you. Uh, one of the bloggers said the person previously right, no. identified as, er- as Earhart in the photo could even be a man. Okay. This figure has Wait, the, the photo body. that we're talking about. Yep. Uh, I don't think he's right. I'm looking at it right now. Zoomed in. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe a man in 2017 America, but I'm not sure about <laughs> 19. I don't, I don't 30s. think he's right. I think it looks like a woman at the very least. Um, but he said it, it has in his opinion, it has the upper body group of a man. Um, okay. The history channel said in a statement Tuesday, it's investigations were exploring the latest development and the channel would be transparent in their findings. Uh, quote, ultimately historical accuracy is most important to us and our viewers, the History Channel said. Okay. Um so we're still kind of up in the air because this could be evidence of Amelia Earhart being found after her disappearance, or it could be it could have been published in a book in nineteen thirty five. Um <clears throat> The lack one of the bloggers said the lack of Japanese soldiers on the dock suggested it was not taken in 1937. Uh, she said the entire life of the Marshallese was changing in 1937 came the war on China and military activities in the Marshall islands by the Japanese. There's not a, a Japanese person on that dock. If it was 1937, there would be Japanese soldiers there. So she's making some assumptions, but uh, again, it makes sense. So like it would make sense if Amelia Earhart crashed in the Marshall islands in 1937 and was taken captive, but what this blogger is saying also makes sense because there was so much Japanese activity there. There probably would have been soldiers on the dock at all times because they were watching every ingress route that there was. Um, So it's still kind of up in the air, but like it's crazy that this just kind of out of the blue. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that up in the air. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I,
1: I, I caught it. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was thinking a cool headline would be like, <laughs> Amelia Earhart <laughs> dot 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 still up in the air still up in the air
0: that's like that's like what a ter- like a horrible local news channel would title their <laughs> yeah. story that's what Robin Cherbosky would be reading on her 4am news program <laughs> exactly uh, that's
1: so funny. like it's it's that's crazy great. that this <clears throat>
0: this has been a mystery for like decades yeah. now and like close to a century uh, but there's been no new developments and then all of a sudden this story pops up and then all of a sudden -er, like the new finding pops up and like what I want to know is if this picture was actually from this coffee table book from 1935 like why wasn't like nobody talked about it before 1935 and if it was in this coffee table book from 1935 how did the history channel miss that like how does anybody miss that If it's, like, that readily available. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, two Uh, bloggers found it. How did, like, a whole channel devoted to history with a lot of researchers, like, how did they miss that?
1: I mean, we, I don't know. That's frustrating because you wouldn't really know the, I mean, there's really no.
0: I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, nuances when it comes to researching this stuff, but. Apparently there was one dude who, like, has
1: devoted his whole life. Well, not his. I shouldn't say his whole life. I think they said like 18 years or something every day to Amelia Earhart research and figuring out what happened to her. And he's one of the dudes that he's super old guy. Like he's one of the guys that figured it out. That's what I saw. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of people, but (coughs) also that's kind of lame, right? Like your day every day for 18 years, you're researching to figure out what happened to this person. And I'm not belittling it. I mean, it's fine. A lot of people are doing a lot less with 18 years of life. Or whatever it was, maybe it was 10 years, 13. It was, it was a lot of years, but that being said, I don't, I I don't know. I'm weird, man. I have weird thoughts on that stuff. Like she's an important person and what she did is really important, but she was going to die anyways. So, (laughs) and and that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm, that's not even the point. It's just like, why (sighs) are we spending so much time to figure out this mystery? Like Obviously, if there's something deeper there, we find it. Great, let's talk about it. But you're devoting like I, I mean, I don't, I'm part of me is like kudos to you for having that much dedication to this cause. And the other yeah. part of me is thinking like, imagine if you had applied that to something relevant to our livelihood now, mm-hmm. because that information is great. Like even if it ends up being true, wow, <clears throat> ooh, that's interesting. And then <laughs> yeah, to quote Rachel, yeah. But we just recently saw that episode.
0: That's my favorite episode. It's
1: really good. We're talking about friends, listeners. Yeah. you guys, The you guys, one with the embryos
0: the is the name of the episode.
1: With the embryos? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because when I think of that episode, I don't think about that storyline nearly it's, as much as the apartments.
0: It's one of the few episodes where the subplot overtakes the main plot. Yeah. The and show. the subplot's way funnier. Oh, my gosh. It's so good.
1: Anyways, yeah. um, so... <clears throat> Again, relevant information. However, if you're somebody and I know there's people everywhere doing this stuff all the time, I get it. But I would love to know that some of our best minds are working on things that are going to enhance that our are not modern that. Yeah. Well, just that are gonna yeah. enhance our modern culture and not our history is important and what we know is important. I get it, I do. But we're making new history right now, and let's not I don't I don't know, I part of me I, I think the point is like we're so caught up in our history, and again, there's so much and I hope people don't take this the wrong way, but I think there should be balance in our existence and what we're doing to create our current history. I don't know, man, I shouldn't have started that because I can't
0: finish it. No, no, I um, I agree with you. I, I definitely kind of would not I'm, have. Spent. You get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I, that's I wouldn't not have even spent that long. I'm just interested. I'm really interested that someone
1: is able to dedicate that much time on that one. It wasn't even a historian because that's different. I mean, if you're dedicating your life to history, you're a history major, historian, whatever. But if you're dedicating your life to one this one thing that may have no, you know, this one worked mm-hmm. out. But there's people everywhere. There's people researching tons of stuff, tons of mysteries throughout history. Yeah. And a lot of them are going to die dissatisfied without an answer, having invested so many – but if it's a hobby, again, I see I, – I'm playing, like, Devil's Advocate with myself because, like, if there's – if it's a hobby and it's something yeah. you enjoy doing, fine. But, again, if you're, like, a really I sharp mean, person and – anyway. that you know, that's
0: Yeah, people people devote a lot more or less time to, like, you know, arguably less productive hobbies. I play video games – some sure. people read comic books, which I also do. You know, some people go on hikes and like, you know, some people do other things. Like that arguably that's like unproductive time. Sure. You know, and it's that's time what I'm I can saying. be devoting like to something if it's, else. Uh, yeah. So and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be researching Amelia Earhart for like eighteen years, um because I feel like I could use my time better, but Yeah, like I can't really fault somebody for having a hobby. You know what I think it is, though? The reason that I think we're so fascinated by stuff like this is we don't like it when – like death is one thing. Death is already hard for humans to deal with. Right. uh, Because we don't know what happens on the other side because like Pete says all the time, like nobody's come back ever to tell us what happens. So we already have a hard time with death, but we especially as humans don't like it when we don't know what happened – to another human, when there's no answers, there's no closure there. Even if it's somebody that you don't know, we hate it when we have no answers about yeah. what happened to another person.
1: Well, that's why, again, going back to that flight we were just talking about <coughs> a couple years ago, that's yeah. what drove people nuts. I mean, obviously, if <laughs> I mean, again, I, I don't know. I, I personally, I think it, I'm. I'm. This I may really regret saying this, but. I definitely think that there's way more to it than a plane crash.
0: And it would I told seem so.
1: I told you I didn't mean to go back into that. I think that there was some kind of a missile misfire of some kind. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. And mm-hmm. things got blown to smithereens. Even then, you'd
0: find pieces, though. and that, You that's, would find pieces. Yeah. But that's, but that's where, like, so if something like that happened, you can bet your ass that, Whoever's fault it was, oh, I was going to clean would up the be mess. doing everything in their power, yeah, to clean things up or to cover it up. So, like, not to sound like a conspiracy nut, but it like in 2015 or whenever, 12, 14 or 16, whenever it happened, it's near impossible. Like, I, I'm going to say it's impossible to lose an entire, an entire plane full of people. That's impossible. So something happened. It's crazy. We just don't know what it is. But like again people don't like to let that go. Like even, even if it was like as simple as like a missile misfire or like just an engine failure and it crashed or what, like all the million things that can happen and like that go wrong weirdly with air travel, we would well, much missile, prefer that. Just, let me just say miss, missile misfires. I <laughs> mean, it's just on the list of things that go wrong. <laughs> you know, <things> that, <laughs> that go wrong with it. Well, I realize how I made that sound. <laughs> It's, it's not uh, what I for meant. For your but own yeah. sake and sanity, I wanted to
1: just jump in for you for the listeners. Make sure they know that that's not people. That, just make sure people they are know. listening and like that's a
0: that's a risk when I fly internationally. I didn't
1: I didn't know that they don't know like when you uh, get on a plane with Josh, you're like, okay, dude, no missiles, no missiles, gotta, no missiles. You got to read the
0: fine print on those websites. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, United, it's like really really fine print. But
1: you know what I think? I think
0: they flew a little bit too high
1: through the atmosphere, and they're floating in black space right now. You you <laughs> could be
0: right. You could be right. Uh, like, we've heard, like, weird stories about the Bermuda Triangle, though, and, like, when I was a kid, I would read all the, like, I love that kind of stuff, so I would read sure. all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. like, I've read some of it as an adult, too, and, like, that's weird. And some of those planes we've never found before. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, some people think it's because we're looking in the wrong place because, you know, like, you can't. Anyway. So <clears throat> all that stuff is weird, but yeah, especially like in recent history when we lose a whole plane, that's unbelievable. Um, and it, like even back in 1937, like as as little technologies we had, we still had enough, I feel t- to figure out what happened to a person. So it's still odd that we never really found out. Uh, what happened to her, and then it's just, it's crazy that after years of nothing, like, this just pops up. I, like, again, that doesn't sound like a conspiracy nut, but I could totally buy that she was, because th- that was, like, right around World War One, World War Two. that was the birth of what we know as, like, espionage, at least in America. And so I would totally buy that she was, like, she got contracted by the United States government to be a spy. Uh, and you know, was like doing her aviation thing for a while and then just like disappeared into the sunset. Cause they set her up with a new identity or whatnot.
1: Yeah. That's it was a lot easier
0: to disappear too. Back then.
1: I'd watch that movie. What, yeah, I would what, too. what about, okay. If she's a spy, <laughs> what about she got, uh, like she was actually intentionally landed to do her spy work and got caught. Yeah, that's possible and, too. And, like, obviously the, the history books aren't going to talk about that because that's. Because nobody's supposed to know that. Exactly. So then the story
0: yeah. is she just disappeared, and, you know. Well, I mean, as, as far as the history books would know, she did. You know, it would be. They would, they would be getting that information from whoever was monitoring her flight or whatever. Um, you know, like, so as, as far as, like, whoever's recording it, that's what happened. But, you know, who knows, man. Weird stuff happens. <clears throat> it's strange. Easy <sighs> world,
1: Kevin. A lot of smells. <laughs>
0: uh, so I just thought it was interesting um, that those two stories. Any non-office up fans that listen back. to this podcast, they they think I have so a lost. disease. <laughs> you got Tourette's, like <laughs> some <laughs> weird kind of Tourette's. They're
1: They're just like, random non sequiturs. Who's Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: is, what, a, uh, what
1: smells? <laughs>
0: Uh, that would be the best form of Tourette's just
1: office quotes, constantly. just office quotes all the time.
0: <laughs> That's the best tick. Um, speaking of world war one and world war two, Tyler and listeners, I need to correct myself. I should have done this up top. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, we talked about wonder woman and the problems I have with it. <clears throat> I still have those problems. However, I was talking about world war two, which is my mistake. That was a brain fart. Uh, world war, Sorry. Wonder Woman was set during World War one, not World War two. So that's my mistake. That was a brain fart on my part. That rhymed. Um, (laughs) I still, I still have the same problems with it just in a different setting is all. Um, I thank you to Dave Mann who is actually the one that, that like reminded me of that because I made that mistake on the podcast and then I also made that mistake when I was talking to him. So thanks to Dave Man for for reminding me, um and correcting me on that. So Wonder Woman is said during World 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 War One, not World War Two. My mistake. Brain fart. Uh and also thanks to Dave Man for talking about that with us on our Facebook page. <clears throat> um I think it was a good discussion. Uh if any of you guys want to go and check it out, kinda see where you land on it. Um there's a, there's a whole thread there. Chad Viss uh, also weighed in. Chad Viss actually weighed in before we posted the episode on Facebook, so he weighed in via text message. Uh, but thanks to Chad Viss for weighing in, too. So,
1: that, um, That's
0: a devoted listener. That is a devoted listener. <laughs> it
1: wasn't even on the
0: social media. Like, because he looked. He he was like, the you know, the episode's not posted on Facebook yet, so, like, I'm texting you guys, but... And he listened so, to the end yeah he said yeah and he listened to the end he said that he said the code word so that was cool um so yeah thanks to those guys for for reaching out and talking with us uh about their opinions on something that we covered on the podcast that's cool um listeners if you would like to get a hold of us it's super easy you can text tyler uh (laughs) at i'm not gonna do that you can email us though uh we have a gmail account it's here's the thing name drop uh, here's the thing at gmail.com uh, we're on facebook facebook.com slash here's the thing cast we're on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash here's the thing cast we're on itunes so you should rate and review the podcast we're also on twitter but i never check it so if you've done anything over there i have no idea You should. what do if you went thing, on our twitter on account, the account and there platforms.
1: was just all these just big name celebrities talking to you about the podcast how much they fine
0: you know what i'm gonna do it right <laughs> now i'm gonna go on twitter I mean, it's doubtful since, since day talked.
1: one when you talked about Twitter. You said, don't use it. We don't ever go on there.
0: I, don't, I honestly don't know why I set it up. I don't like Twitter. <laughs> oh, I'm not logged into that account anyway. I'll check it later. I probably won't. <laughs> so there's that. Um, if you have anything important to say, don't put it there. <laughs> don't say it on Twitter. Uh, I don't know why I have – oh, I do know. I want to give one more plug out before we end the podcast. Okay. Um, just referring back to the conversation that we were having a second ago where you were talking about like the future yeah. and like people working on things for the future. Um, it reminded me of a talk that somebody that works for my company gave a few weeks ago. He was in town uh, and he gave a talk on artificial intelligence. His name's Danny Dover. Um, so also not sponsored, but I want to give him a shout out cause he's a super cool guy. He's done a lot of really interesting stuff. Uh, he gave a Ted talk Um, and he's got a, a website called lifelisted.com. Uh, he had what he called a life list. I think it was 150 items on his life list. Things from, uh, getting a shave at a barbershop to living in the wilderness for like, I think he said like a month or something like that. Uh, he just recently completed his life list. So that's really cool. Um, he's looking for some new stuff to do. Anyway, he works for my company. He was talking about uh, artificial intelligence and the developments there. Um, and it's really, really scary stuff, uh, to say the least. Like, it's it's alarming. Um, we don't have artificial intelligence that can pass the Turing test yet, uh, but we're getting close. And there is some artificial intelligences. There are some artificial intelligences that have been created that can kind of skirt the rules of the Turing test. Basically the Turing test is a test that they put any artificial intelligence through to see if it can fool a human being into thinking that it is human. Wow. So it has to be responsive and intelligent. Well, as and, humans uh, are, it has to be able to learn.
1: As humans are getting dumber, I feel like that's going to be easier. Yeah, so it's going to like even out at some yeah. point.
0: <laughs> Um, but there are, there are artificial intelligences that can kind of skirt the rules of the Turing test by making the human think that it is like a child, for instance, oh. or that its, or that it's uh, first language is not English or whatever language it's right. being administered in. So it kind of
1: it explains away its
0: deficiencies and Right. So like – That's cool. They, they don't count that as a pass of the Turing test, but there are – like they're close – like if it can kind of skirt the rules like that, like we're not far away and people like uh, Elon Musk um, of Tesla fame or Richard Branson of, you know, the Virgin empire fame uh, like those people are legitimately worried. Like genius people are legitimately worried about the development of artificial intelligence and what it's going to mean for humans in the future. So um, anyway, all that was, you just reminded me of that when you were talking about that. Uh, and if you guys want to know about a cool person <clears> uh, and visit a cool website, you should check out Danny Dover uh, at lifelisted dot com. Shout out to my boy Danny. DD. Uh, not Double D. Cool so uh, with that, <sighs> with that,
1: I think uh, that I think was, we did it. That was a good talk.
0: Yeah. Good Bill catch up. Amelia Earhart. Tyler, Good. did you think when we started this podcast, we'd be talking about Amelia Earhart?
1: I didn't. I didn't know what we were going to be talking about, but you said you had something and then you did. I had it.
0: Uh, it's super interesting to me. So we should talk about the Bermuda Triangle sometime. Yeah, we should do that. Let's do it next week. That's a cool thing. All right, let's do it next week. Cool. All right, listeners. Let's bring on a guest. Uh, um, Okay. So, sorry, this is actually the first time talking to you about it. We've talked about it before, but I just got con- <laughs> You know the
1: Do you know the Bermuda Triangle? I first? just got
0: confirmation. I know the Bermuda Triangle. We're on a first-name basis, and I'm going to have it on oh, gonna, next week. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Nice. Um,
0: so yeah, you just reminded me. No, um, I just got confirmation, Tyler, that Charlie Virgo uh is going to be joining us next week as a guest. Oh. Okay, then um, maybe we need to Actually probably just Sean. <laughs> not 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 both guys, but Yeah.
1: So maybe we need to rethink this. Does he want to talk about the Bermuda Triangle?
0: I'm, I didn't discuss that with him. Why, why don't we? Why don't we? Could we can probably just leave it open ended.
1: Why don't we put off the Bermuda Triangle for a week? Okay. And with him, because we're going to have such an interesting person. Why don't we? Why don't we talk off air? What we're going to yeah. do?
0: <laughs> yeah. I just you Until just reminded list- me. I meant to. I meant to tell the listeners. No, it's okay. And I got to find
1: out with the listeners. That's fun. Yeah. Actually, so, I still I'm excited found out a couple days ahead of time.
0: I'm excited. This guy's a cool guy.
1: Guys, so. listeners, as you're hearing this right now, I already knew about Sean being on here next week. So, jokes on you. I already knew. Uh-huh. I found out like 3
0: days before. Yeah, um, so we'll we'll talk uh, offline as they say.
1: Yeah. No, that'll be good. That'll be good times. That'll be good yeah. times. That's exciting. Oh, uh, we'll keep so, it a mystery. Guys, he's he's a, you're going to want to come back for that. It's he's super be... cool. He's a very interesting person, and and such a musician. He just quite the musician, quite the artiste. Yeah. <coughs> uh, cool. Very, That's fun. Very, That's exciting.
0: I'm excited. A very just a renaissance man all around. I'll say. Yeah. Okay. Is Sean? <laughs> um, yeah. So listeners, come back next week. Uh, he's a cool guy. If you listen to the end of this episode, type Charlie Virgo in the comments. Ooh. Spell it however you want. Ooh.
1: And go listen to uh, one of his songs, Charlie's Manifesto. I'll, I'll probably link.
0: I'll probably link him uh, in the episode description. Okay. Or at least in the show notes. Or something. All right. That's a good call. Everybody should listen to his music. Yeah. All right, listeners. You're the best. Bestest. You're all beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Not really, but it's nice to hear. Oh my gosh. So I'm gonna say it to you. You're beautiful people. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're gonna be back here. Same time-ish. Same place. You should be here, too. Oh, we're also still rebranding the podcast, but I probably talked about that in the intro. So never mind. Uh, You should be here, too, when we do all that next week. Until then, bye!